Achieve Depth Radio is brought to you by InDepthOils.com. InDepth Oils Full Spectrum FDA Approved Organic Hemp CBD Oil. InDepth Oils are grown on fertile land that has never been used for any agriculture and is therefore clean, has no pesticides or other poisons. Employees hand plant the seeds, hand pick the weeds, and hand harvest the flower. We have a natural spring running through the farm that is fed by glacier melt up in the Colorado Rockies. And this exceptional water is the only water used on the farm to maximize the purity and quality of each and every drop that goes into all in-depth oil products. They truly may be the most pure and unprocessed oils on the market. Our plants experience the maximum love and in turn, they provide only the highest quality to our customers. Up until now, In-Depth Oil's full-spectrum CBD oil was only available to professional athletes who trust and use these oils to boost their immune system, speed up their recovery, and maximize their performance. We have now released our small batch craft oils to the public, so you too can take advantage of the In-Depth Oil quality. Friends of Achieve Depth Radio Podcast save 15% off their purchase using coupon code RADIO15 at checkout. So head over to indepthoils.com and in the coupon code box, all lowercase letters, no spaces, R-A-D-I-O-1-5. That's RADIO15 to save 15% on your total order. Achieve Depth Radio is also brought to you by TheVaultPerformance.com. The Vault is a performance and training center in Orlando, Florida that caters to professional and high-level amateur athletes competing in such sports as Major League Baseball, the PGA and LPGA Tours, the NBA and NFL. Dr. Brennan McLaughlin, Dr. Atai Varley, Luke Mackey of Golf Australia and the Victoria Institute of Sport, and I, Dr. Craig Davies, have brought the expertise and experience our professional and amateur athletes receive at The Vault Performance online to thevaultperformance.com. We're going to put our entire exercise library onto this platform where you can handpick to build your own daily fitness program. Whether you want a body weight only, band only, dumbbell, or even barbell only program, or any combination of these, you can click a few buttons and have your own program designed in minutes that you can use right at home. If you want, you can also select one of our professionally designed workouts and be into your workout within seconds. We will constantly update the exercise library and also add in special interviews and podcasts with celebrity trainers, athletes, and other experts on health, fitness, nutrition, and training. So go to thevaultperformance.com and select presale and use coupon code RADIO999. That is RADIO999, all lowercase, no spaces, to get your monthly membership for only $9.99 a month and have access to all the exercises, the ability to build your own training program, or use one of the programs designed by one of our world-class training experts. That's thevaultperformance.com, the next generation in at-home training. Okay, well, welcome to a special edition of Achieve Depth Radio. Uh, I guess we'll call this the COVID podcast mini-series. And these are going to be very short podcasts, uh, really intended to give you an option of what you can do to best prepare your body for when it does come in contact uh, with this new novel coronavirus. Um, now, there are going to be some people who do not come in contact with it. Uh, I think the best thing to do is obviously listen to what the scientists are saying with this. Please practice social distancing. Okay. Too many people think that they are invincible. The reality is they are not. I know people who have had this virus 
and they're healthy individuals and they've been rattled by it. Um, so let's not get complacent. Let's not put ourselves at risk, but more importantly, let's not put others at risk uh, due to our um, lack of attention, okay? So uh, this specific one uh, is on vitamin C and specifically vitamin C in our immune system. Now, before I get into it, I wanna make sure everyone's aware that the novel coronavirus, COVID-19, is a brand new virus. It has zero completed studies done on it. So all of our recommendations that we're gonna make in this series are based on the best scientific information that we have at the moment. So how are we gonna do this? We're gonna look at the physical consequences uh, that are currently resulting from the novel coronavirus uh, and what this infection is doing to us. Uh, we're gonna look at uh, similar diseases or similar immune responses that we have from other diseases and what has been shown to be effective in minimizing these symptoms, the severity of the symptoms, and the length of these symptoms. Okay, so we're gonna combine this information uh, with published research on supplements, food, energy therapies, uh, environmental influences, uh, and other holistic options that hopefully pro uh, provide us an opportunity to best prepare our body's uh, immune response for when we do come in contact with this new novel coronavirus that is having massive social economic impacts on a global scale and healthcare costs on a global scale. And when I say costs, obviously financially, it's very real, but uh, from a human perspective, uh, the toll is, is profound. So, okay, what, what are we gonna do to decide what options we're going to include on this uh, mini podcast series? Well. Number one, we're going to pick options that have no known serious negative physiological effects. Okay, we're going to try to provide options that if you do take this, you're probably going to come across with either no outcome or a positive outcome. Uh, so number two, uh, they are practical for the majority of people to get, okay, or do. So that means they're accessible to everyone. C, Number three, they have the potential to make a significant impact on our body's resilience to this novel coronavirus. If it's not been shown to potentially have an impact, we're not going to be providing uh, that as an, an option here in our recommendations. And uh, we're gonna be doing, uh, providing options that have been shown in scientific literature to be beneficial against closely related viruses, uh, this virus, or on similar immune responses in the body. Now, it must be noted that none of these suggestions uh, supplementation or health interventions should be started prior to consulting your own personal physician. We all have our own um, starting level of health. And uh, with that, I think becomes, uh, we must take responsibility for our own health and make sure that whatever we introduce to our body uh, coincides nicely uh, with the state that we're in currently. So uh, vitamin C. Why are we starting with this? Well, number one, it is cheap. It is accessible. Anybody can get their hands on vitamin C. Yes, there are different levels of quality of vitamin C supplementation. We'll go through some of that today, but at the end of the day, really, everyone can get some vitamin C and uh, it's not going to break the bank, okay? Um, the next part of it, it's had thousands of studies done on it. You know, not all of the studies obviously are done on this new coronavirus, but it has very much been utilized firsthand knowledge uh, for people working on the, 
sort of the front lines in New York, in China, in Italy. Uh, it's been used in these situations and it's been used to incredible results, incredible successes. Um, and the other reason I'm picking vitamin C is because like many of the other options that are available to us, and when I say that, I mean us as the general health public, we must remember that the people who are working on the front lines, these amazing nurses and physicians and therapists, um, the people who are, are doing all the back end work, okay? All these people are exposing themselves to a dangerous situation to help us. But at the end of the day, the best healthcare we can do is our own personal healthcare and preventing us from needing their services. And I think it's very unfortunate that we have two components that make it difficult for us to pick great options. Number one, we have the bullshitters who are trying to sell a product that really has not been shown to have any possibility of helping against this virus. They're just doing it to make a profit. Now, I have no problem with people who are promoting a product that has been shown to be helpful. If you're going to be promoting vitamin C as something that might be potentially beneficial against this virus, I have no problem with that because it's very likely that it can help you. Um, but the other reason we're doing these podcasts is the opposite side of things. There are people who are so-called myth busters out there who are telling the general public that certain options that are available to help them in the, in the fight against negative coronavirus consequences and symptoms are not worth taking. And for the most part, um, their evidence is very suspect. And I'm going to go through uh, one today um, specifically with how it relates to vitamin C. And, you know, Snopes, uh, Snopes.com is one of those sites that a lot of people go to or depend on uh, to see if something is as something that's factual or uh, is real. And unfortunately, they were very lazy in their article on vitamin C. I'm going to, I'm going to just going to point it out. I'll tell you exactly where it comes from. Uh, and you'll be able to see how ridiculous their argument is. Okay. So let's just get into this. Um, Vitamin C is, like I said, probably the number one supplement that you should be including in your preventative uh, arsenal, but also in your arsenal for when things do go wrong. Like, and when I say when things go wrong, I mean you do come in contact with this virus. So let's go into this and examine why. <clears throat> okay, so if we look at how vitamin C is useful against really any type of infection. We can look at an article that was published by Carr Imagini. Uh, it's titled Vitamin C in Immune Function. This was uh, published in 2017. And in it they say, infections significantly impact levels of vitamin C in the body due to enhanced inflammation and metabolic requirements. Furthermore, supplementation with vitamin C appears to be able to both prevent and treat respiratory and systemic infections. Prophylactic prevention of infection requires dietary vitamin C intakes that provide at least adequate, if not saturating plasma levels, which optimize cell and tissue levels. In contrast, treatment of established infections requires significantly higher doses of the vitamin to compensate for the increased inflammatory response and metabolic demands. Okay, so what they're saying in this recently um, published article, uh, research paper, is that 
when our immune system is working to fight off any infection, whether it's a virus like this novel coronavirus or anything else, it needs vitamin C in order to function. Like our immune system requires that vitamin. So the more we're using our immune system, the greater the depletion of our vitamin C levels are. So that's why they're saying uh, before you get um, in contact with this virus, it's ideal to have some vitamin C supplementation just to make sure your levels are saturated so that when a new infection is encountered, you have the ability to fight off the initial attack. Now, once you are in, a, in the middle of an infection from uh, any sort of uh, pathogen, your immune system is going to be using up its vitamin C levels um, during the immune response. So you need to supplement with higher dosages in order to replace these vitamin C levels. Okay, so that's very general part one. Now, what are medical practitioners and scientists working directly with patients uh, suffering from COVID-19 in China, as an example, saying about vitamin C? So we got to look at uh, Dr. Richard Chang, who's a medical doctor and a PhD out of Shanghai. Now, Dr. Chang, he's the director of the Medical and Scientific Advisory Board to the International Intravenous Vitamin C China Epidemic Medical Support Team. So they recently had um, a podcast, in essence, like a, a, a meeting, online meeting, with a group of medical doctors, healthcare providers, and scientists. Um, and they were discussing how to use high-dose vitamin C uh, in the treatment of moderate to severe cases of the COVID-19. Uh, one of the key guests, or the key guest, was a gentleman named Dr. Mayo. He is the chief of emergency medicine department at uh, a hospital in Shanghai. And uh, this is what Dr. Mayo had to say. Okay, let me just go to that. So he has been using large doses of intravenous vitamin C to treat patients with acute pancreatitis, sepsis, surgical wound healing, and other medical conditions for over 10 years. So when the COVID-19 broke out, uh, him and other experts thought, hey, why can't we try high doses of vitamin C with these patients? Okay, so his group treated 50 cases of moderate to severe uh, COVID-19 infection with high dose vitamin C uh, intravenously. These dosages were between 10 and 20 grams a day for seven to 10 days. So 10 grams is equal to 10,000 milligrams, 20 grams to 20,000 milligrams. So between 10,000 and 20,000 milligrams a day for seven to 10 days. Now remember, these are people um, with moderate to severe cases of pulmonary um, issues like uh, pneumonia uh, from this COVID-19. So all the patients who received the intravenous vitamin C improved and there was no mortality, okay? Compared to the average of 30-day hospital stays for all COVID-19, those patients who received the high-dose IVCs, so vitamin C supplementation, had approximately five-day shorter visit. And he discussed a very specific case uh, where one of the patients was deteriorating rapidly. They gave him 50,000 milligrams of vit vitamin C over a four-hour period, and watch the patient's pulmonary status, their oxygen index stabilized and improved in real time. No side effects reported in all the cases treated with high dose vitamin C. So Dr. Cheng then went on to note that vitamin C is very promising for prevention and especially important to treat dying patients when there's no better treatment. Over 2000 people have died of COVID-19 outbreak and yet I have not seen it or heard 
of a large dose intravenous vitamin C being used in any of the cases of mortality. The current sole focus on vaccine and specific antiviral drugs for epidemics is misplaced. And then they go on to say, early and sufficient large doses of intravenous vitamin C are critical. Vitamin C is not only a prototypic antioxidant, but also involved in virus killing and prevention of viral replication. The significance of large doses of intravenous vitamin C is not just at the antiviral level. It is acute respiratory distress syndrome that kills most people from these coronavirus epidemics like SARS, MERS, and now the novel coronavirus. Ours is a common final pathway leading to death. So these guys out of Wuhan and Shanghai on the ground floor of when this epidemic broke out, highly recommended large doses of vitamin C. Now they use intravenous vitamin C. Um, the good news is for those who can't get intravenous vitamin C, which is most of us, liposomal vitamin C has actually been shown to be more efficient at getting into your cells than does intravenous vitamin C. And liposomal vitamin C is available um, to the masses um, in health food stores, off Amazon, um, off everywhere. <clears throat> All right, so anyone uh, saying that vitamin therapy can stop coronavirus is already being labeled as promoting false information and promoting fake news, okay? Fake news is apparently the words of the decade now, unfortunately, but uh, including recommending vitamin C. And there are a number of articles out there who are talking about how the promotion of vitamin C to treat, prevent, et cetera, uh, the novel coronavirus is fraudulent and also is not worth it, not worth the general public taking. Now, these statements, um, to be honest with you, are partially disgusting. And I'm going to go through uh, one of them and explain why this is disgusting to me. Um, so here we go. So there was a, a Cochrane review that was done a few years ago. And for those who don't know, generally in the medical community, the Cochrane reviews are considered to be sort of best case uh, literature as far as reviews, meta-analysis. So what they do is they go through uh, the research papers on a specific topic. They summarize all those papers and come up with a conclusion that is then generally included in, um, in a lot of uh, recommendations uh, by different boards. Okay. So what did the Cochrane Review have to say about vitamin C? Okay. In the very first line of this Cochrane review, the author concludes with this sentence. The failure of vitamin C supplementation to reduce the incidence of colds in the general population indicates that routine vitamin C supplementation is not justified. Okay, so let me repeat that one more time. The failure of vitamin C supplementation to reduce the incidence of colds in the general population indicates that routine vitamin C supplementation is not justified. What that sentence means is, is this. Let's, let's, this is based on a plethora of studies, tens of thousands of participants in these studies. And what they came up with is, is the following. Let's say there is 100 people, 100 patients in each group. Group A has 100 patients who are taking vitamin C as a supplement, 
And group B is uh, 100 patients who are not taking vitamin C. And they are exposed to a virus. Well, the results of all these studies put together said that on average, the number of people in group A taking vitamin C supplementation and the number of people in group B who are not taking vitamin C supplementation would have equal numbers of patients infected with the given virus that they're studying. Now, I don't know about you, but this really isn't surprising to me. I can't really think of anything um, on its own that would stop the virus coming into a system if you're exposed to it, right? So even, uh, I don't think it really matters what you're, you'd be supplementing with, including uh, certain times wearing certain masks and whatnot. Like if a virus is there, it's highly likely to be entering into your system. So they're just saying we can't recommend vitamin C supplementation because it didn't stop the virus from entering the system. Okay, that's very interesting. <clears throat> so what else did this uh, very same review find? Okay. Here are some of their findings. Number one, adults and, and children taking only one gram a day, so 1,000 milligrams from a supplementation level that's pretty much as low as you're going to do. They saw an 18% an reduction in the duration of symptoms. So just taking 1,000 milligrams or one gram a day saw approximately 10 to 20% reduction in the length of symptoms that were experienced. I'll be honest, if I can do something as simple as taking a vitamin D supplement, a vitamin C supplement, so vitamin C supplement, and I'm going to see a 10 to 20% reduction in the length of my symptoms, I'm in. But that wasn't it. Taking just one gram or a thousand milligrams a day of vitamin C reduced the number of indoor days and days away from work or school by almost 15%. Okay, so I just have to take one measly gram a day, and on average, I'm gonna see almost a 15% decrease in the amount of time that I'd be stuck inside or away from school or work. Okay. Now, one gram or 1,000 milligrams a day of vitamin C supplementation reduced the symptom score, so the severity of the symptoms, by almost 15%. So by just taking one gram, this meta-analysis of studies in which they said the level of evidence was extremely strong for this would reduce the duration between 10 and 20%, reduce the number of days away from work by almost 15%, and reduce the severity of my symptoms by 15%. I feel like that alone justifies it as a option in our supplementation uh, recommendation list. But we can go further. Taking eight grams on the very first day, so that's 8,000 milligrams, just on the one day. So they didn't continue to supplement and they were not supplementing prior to taking it on the one day. So first day that these patients felt symptoms of the virus or sickness, they took 8,000 milligrams. And just supplementing that one day, that reduced the length of their cold by almost 20%. Again, that seems like it would indicate the need to have this as part of our supplementation program. The larger, they then found that the larger the dosage of vitamin C, 
the larger the therapeutic effect was. So again, most of the information that we had were on people taking extreme, you know, not extremely low, but quite low dosages and still seeing improvement. So imagine what potentially could have been the outcomes if we were having these patients taking higher dosages. Now let's look at, you know, stacking these interventions, because as all of you know, or should know, taking any one intervention on its own provides some help, but it doesn't matter if we're talking viruses, bacteria, environmental toxins, they work in a stacked manner against your body. So they're going to have multiple effects in multiple systems. So we should expect to have to stack our interventions in order to see the best results. So here's a basic example. They found athletes performing rigorous exercises. So in this case, that meant training for a marathon or skiing. When they supplemented with up to eight grams per day, they saw a protective incidence. So the, the amount of the actual incidence of people becoming ill in this group was almost 50%. So remember vitamin C on its own didn't um, decrease the incidence, but it decreased the symptom score, the severity of symptoms uh, and how long you had those symptoms. Okay. And by stacking with exercise, now we had a 50% decrease in the incidence. To me, this seems like I should be taking vitamin C supplementation. Okay, so where do we go from here? <clears throat> Let us look at the next line from this very same Cochrane review. So this is part of the summary. So they've said that they're not recommending because it didn't decrease the incidence. Now, they're saying vitamin C may be useful for people exposed to brief periods of physical exercise. Regular supplementation trials have shown that vitamin C reduces the duration and severity of colds. Given the consistent effect of vitamin C on the duration and severity of colds in the regular supplementation studies and the low cost and safety, it may be worthwhile for common cold or flu patients to test on an individual basis whether therapeutic vitamin C is beneficial to them. So line one, we do not recommend it then the rest of the article gives evidence to explain why it could be beneficial and that it really is recommended on an individual basis. Okay, so now we go to Snopes, <clears throat> the vitamin C Mythbuster Club. So their article states, coronavirus, it's time to debunk claims that megadosing of vitamin C can help COVID-19. They begin with this. Let's cut to the chase. Can vitamin C cure the coronavirus? Considering that the novel coronavirus belongs to the same family of viruses, coronaviruses, as the common cold and flu, it's unlikely that taking vitamin C will prevent or cure you of COVID-19 infection. Again, we must come to the point that we are not trying to somehow kill or eliminate the virus before it enters our body. That's not realistic. What we are trying to do is have an immune response that best allows us to get over the effects of this virus and decrease the severity of the effects on our bodies, okay? They go on, because obviously this information seems very similar to what was that first line in the summary of the Cochrane Review, to quote the Cochrane Review. 
that I had just previously mentioned. And they say, and although our view found that vitamin C had no effect on reducing the frequency of colds, it did find that the average person, there was a decrease in the duration of common cold symptoms. But for people that participate in brief periods of severe physical exercise, vitamin C have the duration and severity of their common cold risk. All right, so exercising and taking vitamin C can have the potential of getting a cold and you don't think that justifies supplementation with vitamin C to improve your, your immune response? Come on, shame on you, Snopes. We are not saying that vitamin C is the only thing you should be doing, but to say that it's not recommended to give people a cheap, easy, readily available option to help themselves potentially avoid serious symptoms with this novel coronavirus, it's just not right. It's just not right. All right. So let's go back a little bit later in that same Snopes article. Though I have said vitamin C is unlikely to be dramatic cure for COVID-19, the fact that it can promote good immune response and function means it would be going too far to say there will be no effect. And although our review found that vitamin C has no effect on reducing the frequency of colds, it did find that for the average person, there was a decrease in the duration of common cold symptoms. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Okay. So the information coming out of uh, Wuhan, so people actually working with patients, people in Italy working with patients, and from patients who have reported the benefits of vitamin C, and also in New York City, that there are highly highly effective benefits from taking vitamin C um, against this novel coronavirus. All right. So patients with a viral infection quickly use up their internal protective vitamin C. And for this reason, patients supplementing with vitamin C replenish these levels and help the patient continue to fight the virus. 1,000 milligrams a day appears to be on the low side of supplementation uh, recommendations at this time. Um, but it's definitely better than nothing. And it's good to just prep your body prior uh, to coming in contact with this virus. Best results have been shown when patients take larger dosages before they develop symptoms or very large dosage, like eight grams a day on the very first day. And I would recommend continuing uh, those large dosages while you are experiencing your symptoms. The case that, you know, when I said eight grams on the very first day, that was so they could test the results of that in a study um, situation, which is not real life. We want to make sure that our patients have the best potential of getting better as fast as possible with as little symptoms um, as possible. So we would recommend that they uh, include large dosages. And remember in China, their worst patients, they were giving up to 24,000 or 24 grams um, a day through IV um, for up to a week at a time. Okay, so we do not see any evidence that would indicate vitamin C would not be one of the first recommendations in a holistic plan to support the immune uh, response to any viral infection. And this includes the novel coronavirus, COVID-19. If you say something as simple as vitamin C supplementation reduce the length of illness by up to 20%, symptom score by 15%, um, length of time that I'm going to be um, away from school or work by 15% uh, for similar type conditions, I'm, I'm going to do it. Uh, so my recommendation would be to utilize a liposomal vitamin C supplementation in the range of 1,000, 8,000 uh, milligrams or 1 to 8 grams a day 
depending on if you're boosting your immune system in preparation or if you feel like you started developing symptoms of any viral infection, uh, regardless of whether it's the novel coronavirus or not. Now, we must note that, as we mentioned with the exercise portion before, vitamin C supplementation on its own is only going to help you so much. You really need to be looking at stacking other options on top of uh, the vitamin C supplementation, uh, exercise being one of them. And uh, as uh, we mentioned earlier, uh, none of the suggestions that we're going to give in these short uh, mini podcasts, whether it's a supplementation, uh, health intervention, or otherwise, should be started prior to consulting with your own personal physician, because I don't know what your starting points are. Uh, I don't know what your diet's like. I don't know what your pre-existing conditions are like. Uh, but for the average person, uh, these could have huge benefits to preparing your immune system's uh, response to this virus. So this is Dr. Craig Davies. I am uh, signing off. This is the mini podcast for the current coronavirus part one, vitamin C. Achieve Depth Radio is brought to you by InDepthOils.com. In-Depth Oils full-spectrum FDA-approved organic hemp CBD oil. In-Depth Oils are grown on fertile land that has never been used for any agriculture and is therefore clean, has no pesticides or other poisons. Employees hand-plant the seeds, hand-pick the weeds, and hand-harvest the flower. We have a natural spring running through the farm that is fed by glacier melt up in the Colorado Rockies. And this exceptional water is the only water used on the farm to maximize the purity and quality of each and every drop that goes into all in-depth oil products. They truly may be the most pure and unprocessed oils on the market. Our plants experience the maximum love and in turn, they provide only the highest quality to our customers. Up until now, In-Depth Oil's full-spectrum CBD oil was only available to professional athletes who trust and use these oils to boost their immune system, speed up their recovery, and maximize their performance we have now released our small batch craft oils to the public so you too can take advantage of the in-depth oil quality. Friends of Achieve Depth Radio Podcast save 15% off their purchase using coupon code RADIO15 at checkout. So head over to indepthoils.com and in the coupon code box, all lowercase letters, no spaces, R-A-D-I-O. One five. That's Radio 15 to save 15% on your total order. Achieve Depth Radio is also brought to you by TheVaultPerformance.com. The Vault is a performance and training center in Orlando, Florida that caters to professional and high-level amateur athletes competing in such sports as Major League Baseball, the PGA and LPGA Tours, the NBA and NFL. Dr. Brennan McLaughlin, Dr. Atai Varley, Luke Mackey of Golf Australia and the Victoria Institute of Sport, and I, Dr. Craig Davies, have brought the expertise and experience our professional and amateur athletes receive at The Vault Performance online to thevaultperformance.com. We're going to put our entire exercise library onto this platform where you can handpick to build your own daily fitness program. Whether you want a bodyweight only, band only, dumbbell, or even barbell only program, or any combination of these, you can click a few buttons and have your own program designed in minutes that you can use right at home. If you want, you can also select one of our professionally designed workouts and be into your workout within seconds. We will constantly update the exercise library and also add in special interviews and podcasts with celebrity trainers, athletes, and other experts on health, fitness, nutrition, and training. So go to thevaultperformance.com 
and select presale and use coupon code RADIO999. That is RADIO999, all lowercase, no spaces, to get your monthly membership for only $9.99 a month and have access to all the exercises, the ability to build your own training program, or use one of the programs designed by one of our world-class training experts. That's thevaultperformance.com, the next generation in at-home training.